the moment a child starts playing a game seriously he is a winner in life because it doesn't matter even if you don't win a medals but he he learns so many things and through sport which helps you to become better human being better employee better entrepreneur you know better leader in the, in the world because well, like say if my daughter tomorrow fails in one subject in 10th standard i can hide it nobody may know need not know but if my child plays a uh, in tournament and badminton in the public if she loses she's losing in front of everybody the whole world knows that she she lost so my my daughter also knows she lost with the people she has to come back swallow the defeat next day go back to the again to the court train again again enter tournament play again win so there are things only a sport can teach guest in our podcast and thanks for accepting our request hey thanks swami thanks for inviting me i think it's my first podcast experience i'm so glad i'm doing it with you <laughs> having done your management from iim ahmedabad worked in businesses hospitality pharma where did you get this calling to get into sports development and sports marketing Swami, I think it all began because you know I'm a complete sports nut. I'm probably it's easy to count the sports that I don't follow. You know, otherwise, like from your Formula One to NBA to rugby to football to golf, like you no know, cricket, tennis, I follow everything. So in the sense, like you no, know, I always uh, was fascinated by this athletes, their performance because in my in my opinion, actually the athletes are real heroes. You know, unlike your let's say uh, heroes. Like, like the uh, films are elsewhere you know these guys are the real because they performing live in front of you you know and you can see their i think the performance live and they no rehearsal for them you know like uh, they don't get 10 takes to do one take thing so it is obvious i think you know is fascinated by the, their performance and, and you know how excited i was as a fan so imagine if i'm actually part of that uh let's say industry how much more it will be oh, fun and uh, energetic so we felt you know what is that about a 130 tour you know people country can be produce like you know handful of at least champions in each each sport and adiraj i think you know it is bound to happen so why not we we be a catalyst you know in stuff always cribbing and say after every asian games sitting you know hey why didn't this happen who is i think you know say like let's let's take the plunge dot your hands and see like you no know, what we can do I mean is better than doing nothing okay well we may may not achieve our objective but at least something will come out of it so this is always in the back of the mind so you won't believe this is my 50th birthday gift for myself in 2013 <laughs> i said this if i don't do it that's why that means i can't do it ever either do it now or never so i remember speaking to my wife and if we both are you know we are buddhist practitioners so any major day we take in life we always chant first so we both chant for 6 months to be clear to be confident again okay, this is your, your calling card because once we take the plunge no going back no there's nothing So I remember chanting for six months, and finally I was that time with the Mylan, which is a you know like a, a world's third largest jewelry company as a global business side. I did pretty well, you know, like I was flying every week to a new country. Like you know, I can throw a dart on the world map and say I can go to this country. You know, it doesn't be easy to leave uh, that job. And that time when I left, I didn't I didn't know where to start. I didn't know where the start, even the starting block, uh, you know, to join the race. So I kind of. Did a double lens bit of a consultancy here and there just to keep the bills going, 
then i had an excellent meeting with my own batchmate called atul pandey who was that time just uh, resigned from uh, ten sports uh, ceo so we got to say like even though we're not good friends but i think you know we said okay let's do something in the sports so that's where the journey of the brand uh, this uh, uh, sports club began so we said like hey, let's choose an olympic sports because you know cricket is saturated and cricket cricket in you know, a bcci is that 800 pound gorilla in the you know, in this room you now we, we we can't touch that so we we formed this company 2015 beginning and luckily within few months itself we got a funding from my former employer from arvindo pharma family so that really kind of bolstered our confidence level so we went and acquired the first the volleyball league and uh, you won't believe the con i remember the date february 25th i think we had the press conference to announce very proudly our first league with the federation president all of them the full press at the hotel lalit in uh, in delhi and that evening we get a news they're saying that the secretary of the same federation held a parallel press conference in another hotel to announce another league and a month before that swami we paid the federation 11 crores as a dd not in a check at the final uh, so called ec committee meeting where you know the of the volleyball federation my partner went and gave this uh, dd for 11 crores so i believe when this money was given to the federation that's when the the president and the secretary they both got suspicious of each other because they never seen kind of money because federation gets some 70 80 lakhs every year from the government suddenly they got 11 crores money with their own money so they thought the other guy is going to eat up so they both sat each other and the federation got dissolved and we even do legal legal case and the and the funny thing is the case is going on and we spent so many i think must have spent almost close to 2 crores on the case so far it's still going on and the league was sold to the another uh, agency and the company and those guys decided to go ahead they launched the league they did one season then got shut down so which we don't do because we said we were very clear if we do it let's not i think not do anything which is like suspicious or like no which may not sustain so we didn't go ahead that time so then likely like we, we didn't uh, then we had to fight to get the money back then the money came back we didn't know what to do then likely like no we looked around and we, we found the pbl is like no uh, as being by the time it be launched by the federation themselves and we found they they found very painful to uh, do it themselves so we met the president and said hey when do you give it to us you know you need professional guys to run So luckily, agreed. This is now. I remember 2016 September. I think 18 or 19. We signed the agreement with the BI, and that's yeah. That's how the the journey began. But uh, like I said, I think you know, my this is my uh, like a sequel. My first was like 2009, 1998. You were I think you were aware of the Sterling Resorts, and um, Sterling Resorts was a great stint for all of us. We learned a lot of things, did some amazing stuff. I was chosen as a marketing sales head. I was I was there. I did a great job for two years working with the great Norman. All these people, you know, we launched the only uh, by invitation membership. So I said, hey, let's do something. So I got into this uh, company called Greyhound Marketing, and then uh, we got an opportunity to uh, co-market ADP tournament along with IMG was the main company. But we also every I got about two three sponsors through me. But some of the what was interesting is if you do sponsorship marketing, what you do, the organizers give you so many hoardings. ticket logo those standard deliverables what i done is suppose if you are like one of my let's say paris spirulina my client so they launched the paris spirulina so their posting was this is equivalent to your entire day's protein requirement 
so otherwise if you have to eat some one half kilos of you know leaf green leaves all the stuff but this is one tablet you that so what it done like now we actually uh, uh brought them as a sponsor for this thing and we did a promotion for entire one week to promote to show how this capsule can take care of your thing so we had a arm a small contest where you know we we put a one half two kilos of uh, vegetables and green leaves in one bag and a tablet as well we asked people can you eat all this in in five minutes time nobody could eat but we told but this is what you supposed to eat every day how what do you do then we say hey there's a easier way to eat then we get tablet can you take this now yes this this tablet can be taken in in, in 10 seconds so let this know for each brand we actually got something tangible out of the tournament instead of just getting the hoardings logo here the meet and greet all the stuff we even launched uh, the dth you know like in uh, 2000 uh, in uh, at the tournament so that so then but unfortunately like after five years i think you know like uh, i had to wind up and uh, because singapore tourism board came on board as my uh, partner unfortunately within one year they they actually uh, uh, walked out so the bug was always there in the sport so 2015 turned to be a right moment to get in Prasad, talk to me about how did the Premier Badminton League happen? What was your dream? What was your vision? And uh, how did this get into such a big event and scale that uh, you had planned for? Walk me through it. You know, Swami, to when we began, there's no template because you know, obviously, except for the IPL, IPL honestly, while it's a big success. it had all the ingredients the cricket is already a uh, being paid for 50 years time there large fan following even people like you and me we're all die hard fans like i i i traveled to london to watch indian world cup matches in sydney world cup matches dubai also went recently so it is only given thing there so it just the timing that lalit modi came and put together but to create a like no non uh, cricket olympic sport league like this of this you know where you are to uh where we don't have a legacy where we don't have a, like you know even the federation not the strong like it's not a, even today badminton federation gets hardly some 10 10 to 14 crores a year from the government of india in fact to tell you in the last two uh, five years our investment in the ecosystem of badminton is close to 200 crores we and the teams together and the official figure for the same thing the last five years government of india spent 67 crores in badminton so we outspend the government of india by, by, by three times so we didn't have template but what we were committed to is a thing you know we believe we are great great product we have to create it right now so we will do what are it takes so for example you know like uh, there are so many naysayers at one point because i don't know if you are aware that in 2013 the league was launched by federation in partnership with another person but then it collapsed because the guy did not have the money to run it so then 2015 16 when we launched it the guy came back to sue us but when we launched when the first year went out very well then he came back to sue the thing you know sad and then also he took some help of some people in the you know federation also so you know it's a, every single day there was some nasty surprise awaiting us but then you know like now but now this whole idea of a thing of creating something like now because also we met gopichan and uh, we were completely bowled over by him when we met him in 2015 so and uh, we also uh, brought him on as a mentor so we have seen what is done in the in those before the 10 15 years time as one single person if he could do it because today what are you seeing the badminton ecosystem today 
entire national team are all his students he he trained them at his academy in hyderabad all by himself with very little support of the you no know, federation so we said if, if we could do that hey let's just you know let's think little uh, beyond that and uh, luckily what happened is like you no know, good or bad i think you know we we put the player salary at a level where it was unheard of in the industry because even today if a player wins a big tournament let's say even sana neva chickes to 20 lakhs or 24 lakhs but here we were giving one and a half crores to the, the icon player category icon player gets one and a half crores one month one month tournament and even the lowest level a guy who's may not even play in the league gets 20 lakhs so that and press the prize money six crores the team may win till get three crores so whichever team won the first year they broke even the very first year broke even <laughs> so though it hurt us financially in the sense like no we didn't really uh, uh, figure out the what is the thing but it uh, it attracted the best talent so we had a very first year lee chong wee who is the iconic player like lee and the lindan rivalry like a nadal versus like no roger federer thing he came in played like he was so thrilled to be in the very first match and surprisingly he lost to shrikanth in the <laughs> first match so that really helped the indian fans fired up you know here is a that time shrikanth is still not a that a big name like you know saying to beat uh, lin chi chong wee this is a good start for us and then 2016 in uh, sindhu won the silver medal so from then i think you no know, uh, uh, this this become global and today very very proud to say that our league is the world's number one league there's no other league because in the leagues in the other countries happen over the weekend it ha- like malaysia china it happens every weekend or a period of six months time so uh, lee chongi might play this weekend for a for a club a but he will not be there next weekend it could be someone else will play so this is the only format like you no know, like ipl you know where we for the entire one month there are teams auction people buy them they stay together play every single day you play finals also there is a champion and they leave so that way the format is worked also we uh, we also bet uh, more exciting by what you call a trump concept uh, call a trump concept so there is a match called trump match so the trump match when you play trump match the uh, the, the the team which places trump on the on the pers- on the player if they win they get two points if they lose they get minus one so that really may that really like you no know, uh, kept the excitement because that way every team fights the last ma- last match so there were times when the team was trailing by 03 went on to like you know to <laughs> again get the five winning so that's the, yeah i think you know we and uh, we made sure i think in the same time indian talent has grown because i can give example like let's say satvik today who is the world number 5 in the doubles india never had any doubles uh, legacy in the past i remember 2017 i think he got 8 lakhs in the auction 2009 he got 65 lakhs in auction his parents called and scolded us saying you spoiling a child this guy is only 19 year old guy will will he want to buy a supercar something they said you spoiling my child <laughs> <The> money <laughs> imagine parents calling and saying you know you spoiling a child and that today the guys are these guys are world beaters now today if india is winning as a team as a in the communal games in games doubles also like no uh, contributed earlier we had a single space but we had a so we see, similarly lakshasen has grown today he's a next next big thing in the, in the thing and we had the guy called pranay in season 3 he was unbeatable he bet every single player in the like uh, the tournament then he really believed himself and he went on to become world number 8 after that same with the sai pranith 
he when he won the world championship bronze medal so what happened like you know we given the platform where what happens is like you know when this players go to normal tournament they have their nervous because they have to win every every, every round to get to thing only if you win you know if you lose the first round you you're gone you, you have to go back to the you know like home and then come the next one but here what happens if you're in the team you you guaranteed to seven match guaranteed for you you're playing every also in matches so even if you lose this match you know you you getting one more chance so then you know you can you, know, you can fix you can fix what you mistakes you found in the last match or you can experiment here there's no fear here and you'll get your money even if you lose you get your money back you, you get your full money there no any deductions so that help the players to really and the other thing is like uh, uh, what really help us is you're putting the world's best people together like you know in a team there are five indians and five foreign players so the foreign players could be taiju world number 1 anderson so these other five indians are are spending one whole month with this people in the dressing room in the dugout in the hotel in the meetings so they learn so much and they train together so they they, they learn so much together from these people also what we found out later because they came to know them very well later on when they played them in the tournaments they not intimidated by the person in the taiju or a anderson is not intimidating like you no know, as uh, as in the past because now they played together they spend time together they know each other uh, my next question prasad is uh, you've been instrumental in building a world class uh, badminton academy with uh, polela gopichand so what was the experience like and why did you think this was important and talk to me about working with uh, polela gopichand you know what i think uh, when i met gopi that i remember the very uh, first meeting itself felt man i think this man must be must get his due in terms of recognition visibility you know today i think there's no comparable uh, sports icon in the country for whatever worth you talk about the cricket i think this person i think you know the, the last count brought about 45 medals for the country 40 medals including olympic world championship do you know that from the 2012 onwards every world championship we got medals any every world championship we got a medal they're all his students so but he did all this from one academy so i i told gopi gopi is not fair you know your so your expertise knowledge should also spread so but he wasn't very clear how to go about it because he said it's a headache because see i think one more thing which people don't realize you know gopi apart from being in a coach he survived 20 years in the system and produces people so he dealt with i know in the last 20 years he dealt with six different presidents of the federation president so he yeah six different presidents have come in the last 20 years time so he had to also manage these people to ensure the the uh, team selection teams go entries they play you know getting the money to even travel okay now they're more comfortable even till 5 years back they had to fight for tickets they had to fight for accommodation i'll give you a small anecdote uh, swami in uh, 2018 i think i went to all england championship with gopichand and an entire indian team i went with them so they're saying so i stayed in the same hotel with staying second day i came back to the hotel and we all came back and i saw sindhu stretching herself in the in the corridor after the match in the corridor with the trainer because the rooms are too small so i felt so embarrassed so i i i told them okay i'm going to book a separate room at my cost post life's cost separate room for the players to stretch can you imagine 
by the time she's already a Olympic silver medalist, she's the pride of the country. She's stretching in like a like you know in the in the corridor. Whereas the other other uh, other teams are staying in a Hyatt, whatever. We stay in this small hotel because this is a this is a budget they have. So I tell Gopi, please spread your net wider. So they give, for example, so far entire talent came from close to Hyderabad. You know because that's how you set up the cake. All the guys, all the, they're all Telugu guys. Or Srikanth, Sai Pranit, all these guys are there. So nice boy thing. So he finally convinced him. Luckily then UP government has built a fantastic sports complex. And in Greater Noida, almost uh, in 45 acres, 260 crores spending. And a spectacular stadium they built. So that time the IS officer whom we approached, a very enthusiastic guy. So he agreed readily. He said, I'll, I'll give you the entire stadium for you guys to make an academy here. And normally, as a government uh, plan, this uh, protocol, they're supposed to do through the RFP and now for a tender base. But he said, in this case, because it's Gopichan, he said, I will weigh off all this. I'll give it to you straight. We'll go straight to the MOU. So we, we signed up. And uh, I'm telling you, it's like, uh, you, you got to see it. It is a 60,000 square feet stadium, 70 feet tall roof, 4,500 feet seater capacity, fully air conditioned. And they built 15 courts for us. So March 3rd, 2017, we launched our academy, the first academy of Gopi outside Hyderabad. Our logic also was, maybe I think, you know, like, you know, this, uh, because the bone structure, uh, you know, uh, the body build is different in the north. Maybe you'll find a different champions here. For example, I remember <laughs> Gopi trying to teach uh, Srikanth, Sai Pranit, Sindhu to be aggressive on the court. Because from being the south and thing, they're not existent by nature. So I told Gopi, on the other hand, in North, you don't have to teach them what to be aggressive on the court. <laughs> After every point, she'll go look at the his opponent <laughs> and maybe say something in Hindi, which is like no, uh, BCMC kind of thing. <laughs> so at least one portion, you don't have to worry about that. They will they should be aggressive. Apart from their, you know, their body structure, bone structure, everything. So that's what we, we launched it. Unfortunately, again, now it's shut because the COVID happened in 2020. We already losing one crore every year on that because it is not a commercial academy. We were choosing place only through trials to produce champions. And numbers fixed. Total number 80 out of 80, 30 were 12 scholarships. So, but we are spending almost 1.6 crores every year on that. So 2021, when this came, these guys want to revise the figures and double the lease. All the, we had to pay for AC also. It is becoming really unviable for us. We, we shut down last year. For three years, we produced about 14 champions who could become the next champions of the country at the under under 11, under 13, under 15, under 17. I wrote on one, one incident. I think uh, every three months we used to have trials. So what is to we used to draw, drop five students, take fresh five students. So I remember once we announced a trial, one parent came to the our office with our bags, everything. He tells us very proudly in Hindi, Aal mere bachche ka exam tha. Mayne usko bola, exam bhul jau. Yaan chalte hai. So, usne exam chhoor diya, yaan hai. I said, pagal hai kya? Like, no, why are you doing that? No, you should at least let the exam be over. Then he said, yeah, isko, isko, badminton khelna hai. Isko bas ehi khelna hai. So, a guy just came from Mirata somewhere with a baggage to, you know, he said, he, he, he said like, ye to aal se hi rahega. <laughs> he assumed that he'll get an entry. He said he'll stay here only. Luckily, he got through. Then he's like, no, yeah. But we didn't have hostel that time. So these guys had to take our rooms close by to, to train. 
Prasad, if uh, India has to become a sports superpower, what do you think are the fundamental infrastructure and ecosystems that need to be put in place? What's lacking today and what needs to be done? EJS, you know, something you know, like, you know, it has to start at the grassroots, I think, Swami. You can't, see, today what's happening is, you know, there, there are a lot of cherry picking happening. Suppose there is an athlete who comes to this level, whichever, whichever way, through a, one coach or one parent thing, then you have a, a corporates like Adani's, JSWs, they swoop on them, take them, they're anyway, they reach already the international level. Hmm. And then what happens when they become medal winners, they take trade for it. But the journey begins from the age of 9, 10, Swami. So, you need, let's say today, if there are 1 lakh players playing badminton in India country. Okay. Suppose if, if tomorrow, if we say, imagine 40 lakh children are playing the badminton. level. Then, the competition at every level ensures the guy who is going up is the best. Like, other day, okay, uh, in fact, I can, uh, I can open my own WhatsApp eyes. I gave so many suggestions to the government of India over a period of time. Every time I go to Delhi, I meet the authorities, keep giving them ideas and tips to them. Okay. So I told them, for example, there's something called a Kelo India Games. It's the biggest event in the country right now. Mr. Modi's pet event. All the, uh, the school students come and compete in this one. I told them, take you any one event. Let's say 100 meters. The guy who won last year in a Kelo India Games, compare his, his, uh, his timing with a Europe level, Asian level and see what is the gap. Because if he if is a champion as under 17 champion, compare with the Europe and Asian league and then see the, is the gap bridgeable. The gap is not bridgeable even if it's because they were giving 5 lakhs per year to the student of the who wins it. So, but are you investing money on a guy who can't uh, make it to the Olympics? But the, that because today the competition is not so, not so stiff. But suppose this guy had to go through at every stage, he had to fight very hard. Then the timing which he comes will be maybe closer to the Asian level, whatever. So you need the competition at the every level that to fair competition. Uh, India, one more point, realizes the huge of uh, age fraud, fudging, age fudging. You know, this is so much not because logic is if you become even a state champion, it seems you get a sports quota job in the government. So what they do is in the under 15 May, they put a 17 year old guy, they bring a uh, fourth certificate. So you play under 17, uh, under 15, but you're a 17 year old guy. So you win the tournament. Same the ratio. So under 19, you're already a 21 year old guy, but you come with a under 19 certificate, you play, you win. So you get a certificate saying that you're a state champion. Go to some food corporation of India or a sale or a Punjab police and gets a job. So also, genuine students like this suffer. So you need the, the grassroots level and plus, you no, know, Swami, where are, the, where are the grounds of children to play? See, the, the best place to uh, you know, perform like and learn a game is a school. And most schools don't even have a game, uh, uh, playgrounds. And most cities also, the playgrounds are disappearing. And uh, every city has only one big stadium. Even in your uh, Chennai, you only have a journey stadium only that after all these years, you only have one big stadium. So you need infrastructure. You need, I think, you know, incentive for the children thing. Today, parents are going to pay. In fact, I suggested to them, suppose if, if, the, if, the, if the parent puts a child in the academy and paying 8 rupees per month, with them tax breaks. 
just like you're giving a tax break on health insurances this way give the uh, tax breaks to the, to the parents who are investing money on the child just imagine if the every child in fact our philosophy is like you know forget about the winning and the uh, champions every child if you play a sport regularly seriously he's only a winner in life this is the philosophy of gopichand the moment the child starts playing a game seriously he is a winner in life because it doesn't matter even if he doesn't win the medals but he he learns so many things and through sport which helps you to become better human being better employee better entrepreneur you know better leader in the, in the world because well, like say if my daughter tomorrow fails in one subject in 10th standard i can hide it nobody need know need not know but if my child plays a, uh, in tournament and badminton in the public if she loses she's losing in front of everybody the whole world knows that she she lost so my my daughter also knows she lost with the people she has to come back swallow the defeat next day go back to the again to the court train again again enter tournament play again win so there are things only a sport can teach so it is imperative that you know every child in fact as in like the right to education they must be right to play act every child because when a child plays a sport apart from all these things he become he becomes a healthy person physically mentally a healthy person so imagine we even told somebody like no it it may save you 2% of healthcare costs after 10 years time if one one generation goes through playing a sport seriously you know everybody so they become healthier today india is a diabetic capital you know like hypertension capital cardio capital so if you can bring down the number of this diabetic patients number of thing women uh, your your pressure on the healthcare system we not like a western country there you know we have a suggest uh, uh solid i think you know healthcare system so this is where i said i think you know and the plus the money has to come at the grassroots level today the money sindhu gets 5 crores how will it help if you give sindhu 5 crores it won't bring 10 medals but with the 5 crores i can produce at least 100 champions at the grassroots level so, so those are misplaced i think you know priorities right now in the country so schools should take initiative that's why uh, i don't know if i told you there's a school called gaudium you can just uh, google after gaudium is a school which i i was involved from the scratch see that so students in gaudium have to play two sports every single day it's a spectacular school it is produced to produce champions it has 21 academies inside the school including a squash academy yeah it has the best gymnastic academy in the entire country so it has been concerted effort i think swami like now there are parents willing to put children but uh, for example i can't take my today the, the nearest academy for me is about 8 kilometers from here my daughter has come back at 4 o'clock she has to change then get into a car and again go to this academy in the traffic and come back and these these is not safe to send your child along with a driver somebody has to go so we need to create the opportunity for children just let them play 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 out of this 10000 people 10 will definitely be champions so that culture is missing right now i think sporting watching it's all credit taking culture right now you wait for somebody to bring the child to this level then you grab the person and say hey come is my product whether jinders or adani reliance or like now all the people Contraminds is a podcast dedicated to decoding people, minds, strategy and culture. We interview and learn from high performers so that you can apply these lessons on your journey to becoming the knowledge worker athlete you were meant to be.
The Contra Minds podcast is available on all leading podcast players. And if you are interested in revisiting past episodes or taking a look at our show notes from this episode, please visit us at www.contraminds.com forward slash blog. And now, back to the show. Prasad, whenever we think of uh, sports, coach and coaches are the most important foundation for building champions. And what's really the infrastructure in India? How do you really get certification for the best coaches? Who is the best coach? So what needs to be done here? True, because right now, why don't have coaches? In fact, there's a huge problem for us in badminton because like uh, we uh, in India, I think uh, 40% badminton coaches are foreigners. Indonesians, Malaysians, you know, who because those countries have a lot of coaches that come here. That's because, you know, the ecosystem is not there. If uh, suppose you played badminton, let's say at state level, you retired now. So if there's opportunity for you to become coach, if you can earn enough money, you know, for your family, for your, suppose if you can earn eight, eight, nine lakhs a year, why would you take up the coaching? Because it's a game which you played, which it's a game which you like. So if you can make money out of the game, why won't you become a coach? So then he will certainly probably go through some uh, certifi- uh, certification course, whatever. But today, even today, Swami is a sad thing, you know, uh, average coach gets about three, three, three lakhs a year salary. Three lakhs. And uh, when you bring a foreign coach, we, we pay seven, eight lakhs foreign coaches. So three lakhs, he, he may be earning more by going to some uh, call center, you know, executive, right? Same guy. If he gets trained himself, you know, go join some call center or a customer service or something, or even a Swiggy something, maybe get more money than that. So that's the thing today. That's why I think, you know, Gopi himself launching his own coaching academy right now, Coaches Coaches, because he himself is uh, launching four more academies. And incidentally, I, what I didn't talk about so far is my dream was to take Gopi's brand international. I've done that in the last October 9th. We launched Gopi's Academy in Dubai. Gopi, we formed a company. In Gopi is also a stakeholder company. We formed a company in Dubai. We launched the first academy in Dubai. Now there are four academies in Dubai. And September 3rd for launching Qatar, Bahrain. We'll go to Saudi, we'll go to Kuwait, we'll go to Oman. By uh, 2024, we'll have at least 20 centers teaching uh, Gopi's curriculum in these countries. And now, we also converted his coaching into a 225-page manual. We created a manual which will be destroyed very, very shortly. And we're going to create an app. So every child, where whether it's in Qatar, Bahrain or thing, he will start with the how to hold the grip from Gopi's knowledge, expertise. Today, what happens is, you, suppose today you put your child in some neighborhood guy. So your child is learning from that guy based on his expertise, based on his proficiency. Right? That is the that is the he learning basis from them. Suppose the same child were to learn the basics from the someone like Gopi's thing, manual, it would be different, you know, results. Also, other thing what happening is, let's say if you send your child to neighborhood academy, the guy suppose he played five years back retired, his knowledge learning is stopped. That's why he is teaching you from the expired knowledge. Whereas Gopi being a national coach even today, he is traveling, he is still training children, uh, people. He's watching Koreans, Japanese, Indonesians. He's got a team who will study their, their tactics and you know, becomes input for him. And he upgrades his own training because what is training in Sindhu five years back is different now. So in the sense, you know, when with Gopi's uh, coaching manual, 
which will be updated every three months time. We are constantly giving you the latest technology training now, which is not the case with a you know any other neighborhood academy. So we plan to launch an app very soon, like you know, with with all this stuff later on. Uh, one of the things that uh, really uh, you know worries me, and uh, I think it's important to put this in perspective. Uh, there's just that one percent of the sports people who become champions, but the rest of the ninety-nine percent who have a dream, who have an aspiration, uh, really don't make it to the top. So, what does it take for the society, for the sports authority? to take care of these people and what needs to be done there brilliant i think somi you reach a very uh, hit a valid point i'll i'll share the article with you after the this call gopi uh, this bothers gopi all the time he's saying if i get 100 students who are into my academy eventually one may go to become the olympic champion for the other 99 hello you there ah. so uh, the other 99 they leave the sport with the bitter feelings because they feel i i fail So he is more worried about the people who don't make it than the people who make it. So I think you know we are actually constantly I think you know uh, counsel them saying play the sport you know which will make you a better what are you going to do in life later on while you may not I think become champion but wherever you go you can actually become I think and now also like you now we try to create a pathway for them in the in the institutions of being able they can become a sports science uh, or they can become the fitness trainer they can become coacher they can become You know, like our counselors themselves. So that's one thing. And secondly, just two months back, we decided that you know, we will approach NHRD, you know, the National HRD body, to say, why don't you guys, you know, consciously take sports person into the into jobs, private jobs. If you, if there are two guys with all equal qualifications, if you, if you have a guy who played sport till a certain level, take that guy, because he is bring this additional, you know, traits one, two, three, four. He is a team player. he knows how to open challenges he's disciplined he dedicated so we actually want to i think knows uh, talk to the this nhrd and say like no consciously take sports persons plus now we also looking at the occasional you know like for these people in fact this was dinos gagar mohammed yunus nobel uh, doctor is winner from bangladesh so he was uh, in a webinar about one year back with uh, abhinav bindra myself gopichan this guy and uh, that day we brought the lady that uh, uh jyot uh, shindya sister she is a madhya pradesh minister this education so she took the idea of that she said like now hereafter all the students who are training in our academies in madhya pradesh or coaches we will provide them parallelly vocational training you know because they play for 6 hours time so based on their skill sets give them the training thing Maybe some language skills could be like you no know, public speaking could be some you know vocational thing. So this is something we should I think you know we should happen I think this we are really ready in the policy as more people come to this sport ecosystem when they leave they should have some pathway. They should not feel like shit I made a mistake by joining sport. What is usually that one one thing is that you know if Indian sports ecosystem is a gross all these people can become part of the system itself. You know they can become coaches counselors whatever thing. you know and uh, they can in fact now many of them become the entrepreneurs like uh, you know many of them become entrepreneurs they coach they they'll find some sponsor and now who will give them 40 50 lakhs to set up an academy and start training so that that's how it's happening morally by the benevolence of some people but it should become this way i think corporates can come in csrs can i mean say like now we will support 
Prasad, my next question is uh, sponsorships and, you know, corporates are really the bedrock of some of these sponsorships. And most often, a lot of money gets thrown into the biggest sports. So what is needed for corporates to really build a ecosystem of great sportsmen, which is probably beyond cricket? Uh, if we have to become a sports power of, you know, scale that the world looks up to. So what needs to be done by brands and corporates to really support sports in the country? So even if you are a promoter of a large company, even if you have a five, five and crore CSR money, you can't put the money where like, you know, you, are, you, you want to spend. Because this country still has so many other challenges, basic challenges. So governments, because, you know, like not the easy, easy money for them is a CSR fund. Very, very few really company, only Tata, only Tata group has for last 50, 40 years time, like now, they've been actually, actually involved in the sport for all these years, you know, at a grassroots level. In Jamshedpur, they run academies, all that stuff. But, you know, here, as an entrepreneur, suppose if, if you know, if you spend the money with the minister's consciency, you know, tomorrow you can get something by, out of him. So where will you spend money? If you give that two crores, build a school in the in the minister's constituency, you know that thing tomorrow, like you can go to the guy and say, like, no, ask for favors. So they're not, I think, so now I think that's why we are, we just, I think there's a, I got a, somebody approached me for a business idea where they want to create a, like a, a forum where I think, you know, we can actually start crowdsource funding linked back to back. Today, there are people who do, uh, do the thing, but here, suppose tomorrow, if I start myself, Close of funding, I can take that money and also invest on that. At least I know who they are. I know who who got the potential. I know I, I know where uh, where to put them. The nutrition, everything I can take care of that. So we we try to plug these gaps. See, India, we have to find solutions slowly. It's very difficult to find transformations or solutions like you know at this kind of level. But I think yes, I I, I since you talk about sponsorship, I want to give an, an anecdote. I met one uh, company in Chennai some three years back for a sponsorship actually. So I know they spent about four or five crores every year on a CSK. Even though their brand is not visible, after the IPL is over, if you do a survey to recall brand recall, the brand never will be recalled because there are uh, honestly out of 109 brands which invested in the IPL, only 11 brands are recalled because those 11 brands also spend more money promoting themselves. <laughs> so. But I asked uh, the marketing head, why does this guy spend money when you know thing? Sir, that guy spends money because he's got Dhoni's number in his contact list. Every year he sits with Dhoni for a watch a match. He takes selfie with Dhoni. He can call Dhoni. <laughs> so the guy didn't spend four crores just to have the relationship with, with the Dhoni. Same with the Virat Kohli, whatever. So, you know, today, even the society has not really opened up to the, you know, to the importance of sport. Just beyond the sport, as a what sport can do to society. Parents are waking up, but not the authorities are like now. Because I I, I remember uh, so three months back, I got the 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 big man sports authority of India, uh, sports ministry called me and said, Prasad, I want to write my own KRAs. Help me for next three years time. So I said like no, have only once any KRA. Don't go with viewership. Go with participation. Number of them. today, today, if I, if I, if a sport, each sport has so many people playing, after three years, just see 
how many people are pushing the sport just a growth once done that happens everything will just you know get pushed up like it will work out so don't go because they think you know kabaddi has 1.5 trp rating so successful but how many people take up kabaddi how many academies have come up whereas if it's a cricket there is soccer there is hockey there is badminton there are people they, it's it's a participative uh, growth people take up the game after watching it what would be your advice to an 18 year old in an university or college today university or college today i think what i think you know just uh, just fortify yourself as a human being if you if you can fortify yourself as a human being because you don't know what challenges might come even if you go to the best job in the world you may face challenges okay tomorrow even if you may get married to the your uh, best uh, whatever person you know at every walk of life you'll face challenges today uh, some live in a sad world where you have a people like iitians committing suicide can you imagine like you no know, guy who's going to iit committing suicide you think the guy's body made in life this because like human beings i think you know while you may go materialistically in terms of a thing but as human being you become weaker and weaker why do you think today why do this much of trolling on the online because you're un- you're unhappy in who will spray if i'm talking to you my tone the lord know will be depend on like what i'm inside right so today i think you know that the problem will like, you know because the pressure on the world so if you can actually fortify yourself like no you can overcome anything because you don't know what may come in your way similarly even what you're achieving also you can achieve much more than what you what you what you can, can achieve without a thing so just strengthen your human values you know and just you know make sure you're in a you know good frame of mind all the time which is not affected by your which is not affected by your happiness around you because if your mind can keeps changing based on what happened the last incident then you you let the leaf in the you know in the, in the wind was build the banyan tree which like you now which can withstand anything if you can do that that's why the school which i which i talked about gaudium uh instantly gaudium the name logo is done by ananta just talk to him he's involved from the day one so this school focus on children's happiness is called uh, the baseline is called sculpting happy sculpting happy minds because our logic is simple children are born happy but as they grow they lose the power of the happiness because of the other pressures around them and then after we become adults we go to isha foundation go to art of living art of thing to find the foundation happy again which is only with you in the beginning so if i can retain the power to stay happy from the childhood so i tell uh, the school i think you know instead of just a engineer engineer a doctor happy engineer happy doctor happy pilot happy sports person happy so add the happy to the what you doing so that is what i think you know today is required i think you, know, you just fortify yourself as a human being so my next uh, rapid fire question is uh, prasad what does success mean to you man success man the thing you know if you can just go to the bed with a smile on your face because it's not only the uh, what do you think that day even that day like you no know, <laughs> what you done if you feel good about okay boss i think i know best i know that's the success Yes, there will be many success of your TRB ratings, all that's a different that world it talks about. But what for you is like, no, if you've gone to the bed, I think, no, boss, I think, you know, with I success actually also me. This is a one of my uh, Linda's boss telling me, I think, boss, I think, you know, like uh, success is something doing something 
achieving some pre-agreed uh, goal, whatever, in a with a using pre-agreed resources in a pre-agreed time. Otherwise, he had a he gave me a quotation saying that if I give a typewriter to a monkey and uh, elevate to type, after million years it may produce a Othello. <laughs> right? <laughs> so it's true of anybody. <laughs> If, uh, if, if, if I give you 100 crores and give you 10 years time and you know, create a brand, anybody can be a brand. But success is something, you know, doing something which you like, you know, you, what you determine, you know, uh, in, in advance with the resources which already allocated in a time frame, I think, you know, it done. And that's like what success actually in terms of to measure it out in a measurable way, I think. You know. What is it that's something that you deeply believe in, which nobody else around you agrees with you on? Same thing here. I think uh, people believe that no, if, if you're a good if you're a good guy, you can't win. I mean, people tell me the boss. I think I'm told on my face. Even recently, recently somebody another one told me, Prasad, you're, you're you're a too good a guy. Like you know, like your uh, success will always be hard for you to get. Because, like I said, my success is on the last day of my life. I go to with a smile. That's my success in life. Trust me, that will happen only if you if you live your life correct way. Today, I may even if I ha- earn thousand crores, but if I didn't earn it properly on the last day of my life, there won't be a smile on my face for sure. That time, all will will come back to hit you. That time, if you were to invite three or four people for a dream dinner who would they be and why dream dinner <laughs> tough one actually sure at least alerted me for this too dream dinner. hey it will be some of my i have some amazing friends in fact i think actually my dream now is like you know uh, if i leave my family outside which anyway i think uh i mean i'm extremely lucky to have an amazing batch of ima my batch we are a, it's it's not cliche but we're one large family so like i'm in delhi tomorrow i only said so i had hundreds of dinners with the wedding every time like you no know, i'm more excited about the next dinner so these guys i think you know like it's amazing like you no know, they're all like successful like, like the nokri owner i think but when we get together it's just like you no know, we are just back in the like you're back in the campus the same naughtiness same kind of lingo we use so that's really like my to tell you very honestly my dream dinner with my batchmates Thanks for listening to this episode. For selected links and detailed show notes, visit www.contraminds.com/blog. Follow Contraminds on social media and let us know who you would like to see next on the podcast. If you are listening to Contraminds on Apple Podcasts, do share your comments and give us a rating. We are keen to know what you are thinking. Contraminds is also on YouTube. If you are listening to the podcast on YouTube, hit the subscribe button and stay up to date on all our releases thanks for listening and stay safe